The big news is a fascinating story. So the special counsel is asking the Supreme Court, so skipping a level of appeal, asking the Supreme Court to immediately decide if Donald Trump is immune from January 6th prosecution. Basically, it will, the Supreme Court will decide whether um, alleged crimes committed while in office uh, are not, um, whether he's immune to those and, and can't, be, can't be tried on anything there. And it has, I it seems to be massive implications. And we just sort of need somebody who knows what they're talking about to talk about it. <laughs> and we want to turn to uh, G- Jim Bergen from Shipman and Goodwin uh, joining us here on Brian and Company. And uh, Jim, good morning. How are you? Very good. Good morning to you, Brian. Uh, you know, I really appreciate the thought you put into it. You know, we had some conversations you know, via email and so on and so forth. And I, I think that, you know, the first question I have is, I mean, so it's basically he, he's asking the Supreme Court to, to decide whether Trump can be tried for things that he did while president. And I, I think that's correct. And why would if that's what it actually is, why would the special counsel Jack Smith want to do this? Well, the clearest reason is because the Supreme Court has to make the decision. Nobody else can make that decision. And you can't have the trial until immunity is decided. You can't have a trial against someone who's immune. So we use that, for example, in 1983 cases when we try to protect police officers. You have to jump through all kinds of hoops in order to be able to sue a cop. Um, And the court has to be sure that, wait a minute, we don't want these guys second guessing themselves. So here, we can't waste the time of a court criminal prosecution if the person you're prosecuting can't get convicted. So the only people who can resolve this, because as the district judge says, there's never been any suggestion in the law, the Constitution, or in our U.S. history, that a president can commit crimes in office and just say, well, you know, I was the president. I can do what I want. Well, okay, so let me just interject. If they they decide in favor, I'm sorry to interrupt because there's some really important questions here. If they decide decide in favor of Donald Trump saying he is immune, does that mean every single case right now is done? Yes. Even the state cases, not just the federal, but every case. Well, that's a a little bit more of a subtle question because we do have states' rights. And that is just simply not before the court, but he's immune. The, the argument would be a baseless argument, but an argument that you can't in federal court touch a president for anything he does. He can go around killing people, as he used to say, you know, aim a, a gun down Fifth Avenue. Right. <laughs> I mean, he always thought he was immune, but, you know, in terms of the law, I mean, he's actually asserting it under the law. So, Smith saying, wait a minute, we got to get this resolved now. And what was shocking, and I think you guys really do have a nose for this stuff. What was shocking is when you, you know, you had connected to me, hey, let's talk about this. And before the day was out, the Supreme Court said, hey, let's let's just uh, take a look at this and decided, all right, Trump, file your appeal, but come with us. Don't go to the Second Circuit, I mean, to the uh, D.C. Circuit. You know, and the fact you got to file something. By 1220, 10 days. So, you know, we're talking with Jim Bergen from Shipman and Goodwin here. There, there's a couple of essential questions here. And, and, and one is, you know, of course, it seems, and this is not a pro-Trump, anti-Trump. Like, I'm, I'm looking at this, you know, I'm really trying to look at this 
you know, from an objective standpoint, it seems ridiculous to say somebody just because of their position in the world can commit a crime. Now, is there, a, it, it, you know, I mean, it just doesn't, it, it, it goes against logic of what we would normally just think. If you commit a crime, you commit a crime. But having said this, can they give a limited decision? Could they could they somehow clear him of, of immunity for what he did and sort of not lump it in with, say, violent crime or other things? I mean, will we get a comprehensive decision or might they nuance it? Oh, my. I, honestly, I'm pretty imaginative. I cannot imagine a nuance that says, you know, in this particular case, you can commit crimes and not get prosecuted. I mean, this is, you know, it does exist on this earth. There are many countries where somebody simply is immune because they're President Putin, Xi, you know, they do whatever they want. You know, that's what totalitarianism means. But all your listeners know that in this country, you know, it's constitutional order is no person's above the law. That's just what the whole country was built on. So, right. it, you know, I don't know how. I mean, I know the people who report for the Supreme Court all the time. They don't want to say publicly that the Supremes are going to do this because the court doesn't like people saying what they're going to do. Right. Well, but, you know. Well, let me let me ask you, you know, and, and also we're talking with um, Jim Bergen from Shipman and Goodwin. The, the other thing is. You know, he appointed three people on the court, and it's a conservative-leaning court. What kind of pressure does that put on the court? Like, is it going to be difficult to? And these are alleged crimes, right? They're just saying, can you be tried for it? We're not. We're not. No one's saying that any crime has been committed because that's what the that's what, that's what trials are for. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Do you think there's going to be a lot of pressure on the court because Trump basically shaped this court? No. In fact, I would say the pressure is the reverse. You know, when I started my career, I clerked for the chief uh, district court judge, uh, Clary. And whenever I appeared before him, there was always this feeling of, does the judge, is he going to be, quote, too fair? Is he going to try to demonstrate, well, just because you were my law clerk, I'm not going to cut you a break. And anybody who's been in that position knows that that's true. They do want to establish their own independence. So they do not want to show, well, I know he got me my job, but. Uh, well, the world's you know, a different place, though. They, I, I, would push back, I would push back and say, listen, it's the way it should be. It's the way the courts have always been, right? And once you're at a lifetime appointment, that's the reason it's a yeah. lifetime appointment, so you can be truly focused on the law. Having said that, the world's a different place now, Jim. We've seen the politicization well, of the court. We've well, seen all the stuff that goes on in the, yeah. uh, you know, when they're not on the bench that we never saw before. So, I mean, but you're still confident that, that they will focus on the constitutionality and constitutionality only. I, I am. Uh, frankly, I really admire your sense of the realities. And I find the realities virtually intolerable because we may as well go pick up sticks and stones you know, I mean, why do we even have law? You know, yeah. I, but you're right. It, it does seem like the world has changed. But all I would say is people are declaring the world change. The world did not change. We have a constitution. And if these judges allow people to commit crimes with immunity because just because of their position or I mean, they, they may as well just hang up their spikes. What's their job? If well, there's no law, 
why am I a Supreme Court justice? Yeah. Why even, what am I here for? Is it just, uh, it's a job? You know, well, it's, a, it's a real thing. You're supposed to actually commit yourself to the Constitution. So when so, are we going to get yeah, an answer? Think, we're yeah. tight on time, Jim, and I yeah. appreciate, I, I love yeah, the no conversation. What, when are we going to know? Well, they set a very tight schedule. So I think it will be teed up uh, within a month. They will have all the papers, the Supremes, within a month. So in, you know, mid to late January, they can decide. And in the Nixon case, when they unanimously said the U.S. prosecutor Leon Jaworski versus Nixon, uh, he won. He had to release the tape. They decided it in 61 days after the petition. So theoretically, you know, two months from now, <clears throat> they could make that decision. They can make that decision uh, so that the trial could, you know, theoretically proceed March 4, two days before Special Tuesday. Wow, Super Tuesday. Uh, Jim, great job. I really appreciate also just the methodical way you, you approached it and, and some, of the, some of the notes you shared with us. We appreciate the time. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Jim Bergen from Shipman and Goodwin uh, jumping on to talk about that Supreme Court taking on the question of whether uh, a president is immune uh, to being prosecuted for alleged crimes while they were allegedly committed while in office.